everybody, Coach Jonathan here, and welcome to a short episode of the Ask a Cycling Coach podcast. It's a special one because we're in between the Christmas and New Year holidays. It's a great time to start looking back at the goals you set last year and how you did with those, so then you can plan an even better year next year. Now, when you look back at the goals that you set, don't just look at them as a pass or fail. Instead, look at them and think, what did I learn along the way of striving for this specific goal for each one of the goals that you set? Chances are you learn some different habits or just learn some different things along the way that are going to make you a better athlete moving forward and help you with goal setting for the next year. And speaking of those goals, make sure you're setting goals that matter to you. Sometimes I think it's easy as us endurance athletes to just, you know, maybe we set the same goal year after year and we continue to strive for it. And if that's the case, and this is the year that we make it happen, then that's really important. If that matters to you, continue striving for that. At the same time, maybe it's time for a change up. Maybe you look at trying a different discipline. Maybe you look at changing the different events that you typically do into something new. Regardless, set goals that really inspire you and excite you. Makes it way easier to make sure you get in all the training that you need to do for those goals. Now, remember that a goal set without a framework to achieve that goal is merely just wishing. So think of the framework that you need to put in place. What sort of things do you need in terms of a support system? Do you need to schedule it on a calendar, all the training sessions that you do? Do you need to schedule recovery time to be able to recover from and adapt from the training you're doing? Do you need a support partner? Uh, Do you need to balance other things out in your life so that you can allow Uh, all this room for the training that you need to do. Think about the the framework for each one of those goals. But now moving forward, what I want to talk about with the short amount of time that we have left is four things that I've noticed that are key differences between average athletes and the best athletes. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the best athletes are pro athletes. Many of them where I've observed this are amateur athletes, just like you and I, but they do things particularly well. So without further ado, let's get into what those four things are. Number one, do less. Now, I know that that sounds like a slacker approach to training here, but what I'm talking about specifically is training volume. And with training volume, something that I've noticed consistent is that the athletes that are average try to fill every available moment in their schedule with training, whereas the best athletes seem to just fill the minimum effective dose. They seek to do the least amount possible to achieve their goals. And why I think this works is because, well, number one, we know that consistently doing your training is what drives performance upward the most. And if you are trying to fill in every possible nook and cranny of your schedule with training, and you're not accounting for the curveballs that life is going to throw you, chances are it's going to be really tough to be consistent with your training. You're going to miss workouts. That's going to demotivate you. It's going to make it more difficult to follow the right progression through your training. And in the end, it's just going to go against being consistent. So as odd as it seems, instead of looking at trying to do a high volume or maybe even a mid volume approach, consider starting low. Give it a try and see if actually you get faster with doing less. Number two, keep it simple. Now, I know that the goal here for everybody is just to improve performance. But what I've noticed from average athletes is they seek to overcomplicate the training process much more than the best athletes. In fact, the best athletes seek to simplify the training process as much as possible. And what we're getting at here is that science is constantly coming up with new ways that we can achieve marginal gains, cold therapy, heat therapy, carb periodization, fasting, many different things that we can do to try to get a little bit extra from the training that we're doing. But in almost every case, it makes it more difficult to actually train, and it also overcomplicates our training process and makes it more difficult to be consistent. And if all of this is making it so that we aren't actually doing the work, the marginal gains aren't important if we're getting the much larger gains that come from just being consistent with the training plan. Think of it like an ice cream sundae. The marginal gains are like a cherry on top, but if there's no ice cream sundae, it's just a silly cherry. So don't get things out of order. Instead, 
keep it simple and just focus on the training. Number three, feel the work. You've heard this a ton on the podcast, but it has to be said over and over because we always fall back. Even if we know it, we fall back into habits of deprivation. What I've noticed is that the average athlete seeks to starve themselves or deprive themselves while the best athletes seek to nourish themselves. Now keep in mind, it's very important to keep this in mind that if you're riding at hundred Watts for an hour, that's roughly 360 calories that you've burned. That's 90 grams of carbohydrate that you would be taking in in order to finish topped off from that workout. In most cases, you're going to be doing workouts that are more than just hundred Watts for an hour. And this is something where we tend to want to deprive ourselves. If we aren't working very hard, we tell ourselves, eh, I don't need the energy. I can get by just fine. But when we're talking about getting faster, you get faster while you recover, not just while you do the work, right? So if we want to fuel that recovery and make it easier to do the next day's workout and the next days and the next weeks and months, then it's important to nourish ourselves. So fuel that work. And that's how you're going to get more out of your training. And finally, number four, recover like you train. What I'm getting at here is that I notice average athletes tend to focus all of their time, energy, and focus into their training, whereas the best athletes seem to put all of that equal parts spread in between training and recovery. It's just as important to them as the training. If you look at your calendar, chances are that you see your workouts scheduled on there, but do you see time scheduled in to just relax and recover? It's something that us endurance athletes forget to do, and when you think about it, we only get fast if we're able to adapt to the training that we're dosing our body with, and the way to do that is to make sure that we can recover. So maybe it's not a bad idea to look at your training calendar and schedule time in to just relax and recover. Uh, if you're trying to fill, if you have six available hours in the week, maybe it's not the best thing to just fill it with six hours of training. Maybe it's better to fill it with three to four hours of training and then schedule two to three hours of just rest into there. So give it a shot. So those are the four things that I've noticed between average athletes and best athletes. And hopefully what this can do is this can help you set your goals and set up frameworks for your goals next year to have the best year yet. We hope that you use Trainer Road to make that happen. Go to trainerroad.com and sign up. Use AIFTP detection and, of course, adaptive training to be able to reach new heights. That's what we're all about here. And as a huge thank you to us, it would be wonderful if you could do this. Share the podcast and share Trainer Road with other people. That's exactly how we grow. We don't have a huge budget. We're a bootstrapped company, meaning we don't have investors. So this is how we grow. You listening to this podcast us serving you and hopefully building the trust so that you can trust us with your training. And of course you spreading the word with others. So if you could do that, it would mean the world to us. We're looking forward to seeing you all in the new year. See you then. Take care.